Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to Chef Special on the Believe Podcast Network. This is Patrick Honeywell. On today's podcast, master French baker Nicolas Nyoner shares a recipe and some tips on making French brioche using sourdough and a touch of honey. He also talks about developing a keto pizza, which he showed at the recent International Pizza and Artisan Bakery Expos. All right, Nicolas, you know, it was so cool to, to bump into you at the uh, Artisan Bakery Show slash Pizza Expo. That was a nice surprise to see you there. Same, same. So now you're there representing um, with Eurogerm, but tell me about that show. I mean, you were there doing demos. Walk, walk me through how you set up something like that. That was pretty cool at your booth. Well, thank you very much. So yeah, we've 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 been preparing the that show for for a month before. Mm-hmm. Um, so we thought it was interesting for us uh, for Eurogerm USA to uh, to uh, be part of this show because there is more and more artisan bakers. There is more and more home bakers. And uh, I think uh, we can work with them, uh, create like what they're looking for, the recipe they're looking for. Um, so it was a great opportunity. We met a lot of people actually, uh, not of a uh, lot of, um, of uh, home bakers, of pizza, pizza shop owners and stuff like that. It was very interesting. Mm. Yeah, it was, it was a great show in, in Las Vegas. It was cool. You know, yeah. so you were doing, I know it was an artisan bakery show, but it was the Pizza Expo. I mean, the Pizza Expo is, is really big. So I know you did a keto-style pizza. Tell me about that. Absolutely. So uh, so that's funny. Yeah, we, I had this idea to create uh, a keto pizza uh, because I think it's like it's very trendy to uh, to eat healthy stuff, keto, high protein, or like you know, like gluten-free or. So I had this idea to uh, to to do that keto pizza. Um, actually, there is like two two gram net carbs for a whole pie, which is very low. Hmm. Um, so so that was very interesting. It was very challenging because keto usually is not uh, a product you 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 you're craving for. Like it's not very tasty because of, of course you're removing all the flour, all the carbs. So you kind of lose the tasty part of it, but that that was very challenging. So I had this idea of having that base and fold it like a croissant. So makes like put some butter in it, folding, and it gives a nice uh, nice taste to it. And actually, at the end, it was uh, it was pretty tasty. Yeah. People 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 were surprised and were like, "Oh, that's keto! Wow, that's very good." Yeah, that's um, awesome. It's yeah, keto is so trendy right now. It's crazy. Very trendy, yeah. Especially in uh, in your part, like in California, and uh, yes, there's a lot of people. We had a lot of Californian customers mm-hmm. uh, looking for keto, looking for uh, for all these uh, healthy uh, healthy food. options. Yeah, yeah. Well, one of the options that you were showing wasn't maybe so healthy. Uh, it was kind of like a German cheese uh, donut ball or something, but it was awesome. Yeah. So that's a that's a product we discovered recently. Um, so it's a, it's a quark bolchen. I talked about that on my uh, social media, and people love that it was, mm-hmm. because it's very unique, actually. Mm-hmm. And uh, every time I was seeing a customer, I mean, someone in the show, I was telling I was telling him like, "You have to try that, and you let me know." And every time, positive feedback, good feedback, like, "Oh, surprise!" Because actually, yeah, it's a donut made out of cream cheese, 
so the, the, the bite is very soft and very unique. Um, the taste is very different from a donut. And uh, yeah, it's just very unique. So yeah, we, I'd say they're kind of kind of habit for I mean you do I tried one I go ah, nice I started to walk yes. away and then I I turn and go wait 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 I think I I don't quite know what to say about this let me try it again yes exactly you tried it and um yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so did you like it I loved it I loved it it was killer yeah. it was killer yeah. so yeah. let me ask you though so you're from France and and would keto like a keto pizza or that German cheese ball how would that go over in, in France do you think Actually, the keto diet is not very popular in France. Mm -hmm. um, there is not a lot of uh, of, uh, of supplier who propose uh, keto food, or it's not very popular for some reason. I, I don't really know why. Um, I think in Europe, European culture, we are used to like eat pretty healthy, actually. So I don't know if it, uh, but but like gluten free. High protein, that's definitely a big trend down there. Uh, but not not really keto. The German cheese. The yeah, how about that German cheese ball? So yeah, so that that is so that that comes from uh, a part of Germany. So it's very popular in Germany, but not much in France, not much in Italy. Um, it's a very German product. Like every other country, they have their own secrets secret products and uh unfortunately sometimes it's not very popular um but we we are lucky in eurogerm to uh, work like as an international group and have subsidiaries all over the world and uh, like that we can like work with all these different uh, uh recipe and products and uh, discover and learn and share with mm -hmm. people so that awesome. is awesome yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. So yeah. you do come from France. So let's talk a little bit about that. So okay. um, for the audience, you came from France to the US, I believe about two years ago, was it two or three? That, that's correct. I came here two years ago. Uh, three years ago, I uh, I sent a message uh, to Romain, by the way, I, uh, I, uh, I say hi to Romain and thank you. Uh, he made the connection between us. Um, so I sent a message on, uh, on Instagram to Roma and say, Hey Roma, I really, I really, I really would love to, to go to the U S and work with you. Would you be okay with that? And, uh, he looked up my profile and say, you know what, send me a, a resume. And one year after I was there. <laughs> so it's wow. crazy. That's amazing. And how'd your family yeah. feel about that? Uh, going to the States. So to be honest, I think at first they were like a little bit sad because i was going to leave you know like mm. my uh, my hometown and stuff like this so of course i was not going to be able to see them as often as i was uh, used to mm -hmm. uh, but they're so happy i'm like i'm calling them every week and i'm sharing with them all my adventures and they're <laughs> really really happy uh, i'm sure they're and, proud of you <laughs> yes they are and also they have a lot of time for themselves because all their life, they did a lot of sacrifice to for me and my brother, mm -hmm. uh, for us to have like good condition to learn to to do whatever we wanted to do. Uh, so now I'm really happy that uh, that I'm here and they can focus on themselves more and uh, and have fun. Now, where are they? You mentioned in your town. You left your town. What is the name of your town? Where you're from? So, it's called Rochelet Blamont. So it's a town in uh, eastern France, like maybe five miles away from uh, Switzerland, so very east. Um, 500 citizens, a uh, mm. lot of cows, a lot of horses, 
Uh, that sounds awesome. <laughs> it's, it is. It is. As a kid, yeah. it's not as fun. It's not really fun mm -hmm. um, because, you know, you want to hang out with your friends and you have to like take your bike and like ride for five miles to go your, to see your friends. <laughs> <laughs> but growing up, you realize that you're very lucky to, uh, to be in that kind of place. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. When you're younger, you want to be in a city, you go out dancing, meet girls, Completely. you know, all that stuff. <laughs> Completely. Uh, so you came to the U.S. and when you got here uh, working with Roman, and hello, Roman, by the way, I'm sure he's going to be listening. Um, and also, um, you did you jump right into uh, pastry and what, what, what did you bring with you? What was your, your strength on the pastry side from France? My strength? Mm -hmm. was to i think was to be adaptable like because i work in such different conditions in france i worked in labs production labs so i was a production baker so i was waking up at 1 a.m um till like 5 6 p.m sometimes like one day of a week sometimes two days of a month so i used to work a lot and that made me feel that made me become very adaptable like Mm -hmm. If I have a lot of work, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. That's that's okay. You know, I just go for it. And uh, I didn't know what to expect when I came here, but I was fun with it because I knew I was traveling. I knew I was gonna leave something great. So I think that was my uh, my uh, my best strength. Hmm. Got um, you. Got you. Well, I know you're really you're obviously you're, you're French trained, so you're great at your croissant, baguette, and all these different cool brioche. I love brioche. Maybe we'll talk about that a bit later. Um, what is your favorite yeah. pastry to make and what is your favorite pastry to eat? Oh, so my favorite pastry to eat, I, I would say it's the Paris-Brest. I, I love that pastry so bad. Oh, I uh, do too. Wow. Yeah. Ah, That's funny. I know. It's, that was one of the first ones I learned uh, from Michel Berry many years ago. Oh. Yeah, with the oh. praliné. Yeah. Exactly. Wow. With the praliné, with some caramel, some silver mm -hmm. almonds, shoe oh paste, muslin cream. It's amazing. I've always loved this pastry. Uh, the, the difference of the texture between the shoe paste and the cream mm -hmm. and the taste of it, uh, very nutty, very chocolatey. I, I, love, I, love, I love that. Mm -hmm. um, cool. But to make would be the croissant because okay. it's, uh, it's, it's a combination of, of different process. You have to understand the dough. You have to understand your uh, ingredients um, you have to pick the best ingredients. Of course, the butter is very important when you're making a croissant. Uh, it's going to make a, a huge difference in your, in your final product. Um, so it's, it's, it's kind of technical to mm -hmm. combine these very nice layers and this open crumb structure and this very nice taste, buttery taste. So it's mm. challenging, but when you get there, it's very uh, rewarding. On your Instagram, you've got some beautiful photos of products or different, you know, pastry products. But I also noticed that you really love to teach children. You've got like little classes going on. How did you get started with that? And is that an official thing that you do or something you just, you know, you like to help kids learn? Yeah, it's not, it's not really official. So it's funny. I was running a lot. I'm running a lot. And I met some, uh, some, uh, some friends, some running friends. And I was the youngest uh, of the group and they were all having kids. So I was like, you know what? I can teach your kids if you want to, mm -hmm. uh, like for free, you know, in my free time, because I just, I like that, you know, working with kids, 
it's very stimulating. It's very challenging. Um, sometimes it's exhausting, <laughs> but <laughs> but it's it's just beautiful. It's so I do that as much as I can. So far, I've I've done like maybe three three four classes with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's kind of always the same group. Um, it's going from six years old to uh, 10, 11 years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I really like that. For some reason, I like to teach. I like to share my, uh, my knowledge. You know, I, I've been through a lot of, of, uh, of things during my uh, apprenticeship, and I want to share that with people. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it's, it, it is so cool to see. And these, these kids, you know, in the future, they'll never forget that this young, mm-hmm. handsome Frenchman, you, uh, was, <laughs> was teaching them stuff you know, some different products. I mean, that's just so amazing for a kid to have into their life, you know? I think it's a unique experience as, a, as an American kid to have a, a, a French baker who teach them how to make, uh, we made some chocolate cakes, we made some rainbow cookies, <laughs> a lot of this funny stuff. <laughs> I think it's a unique experience. And uh, I remember a friend who told me I became a baker because when I was 10 years old, uh, I, I've, I've been part of a baking class for kids and I've always remembered that and mm-hmm. that maybe wanted to be uh, a baker. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what, if I can inspire or like give some motivation to these kids, well, I'd be happy to help them then. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. Hey, you. listen, you got, when we talked a little bit ago, you had taken off for, I think, Arizona uh, on a kind of an adventure trip. Uh, what what's going on with that? Well, you just uh, like to hike, or what? What are you what are you doing out there? So yeah, I've been there because I've uh, I've heard a lot about this place, about the energies coming from this place. Uh, so uh, I was in vacation, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna book a flight, and and going there because I I love nature for sure. Mm-hmm. And down there, it was a solo trip, and maybe the most beautiful experience of my life because. I was I was really solo. I was climbing this mountain, and while I was doing that, I realized a lot of stuff. <laughs> like I really learned to to love myself more, mm-hmm. to enjoy my own company. You know, uh, sometimes it's hard when you're on your own and uh, you don't have a lot of friends around you. And I really learned that. So that was beautiful. Yeah, and beautiful mountains, beautiful landscapes, beautiful sky, stars. Yeah, I saw some photos. It is amazing. Yeah, you know, when you're by yourself like that, it gets it's very quiet, and you go really deep inside yourself. You, It's such a different experience. I, I did it once many years ago, hiking in Washington State, way up high, okay. two to three days by myself, and I, you get this weird mix of loneliness and excitement and fulfillment and mystery. It's, it's just amazing. Exactly. And a lot of stuff happen, you know, like while you're doing that, you meet people. If you're like, if you pay attention, what what's happening around you, there's a lot of things. I've, I've, I was like, I saw that deer and I was like, just like a few feet away from him and he was not afraid. And that was beautiful. You know, usually they're very afraid or like I met some people, uh, some guys like with great experience with great life and we talk together and uh yeah that was beautiful mm. that's the beauty of uh, being on your on your own sometimes you can do whatever you want at your pace well you're that deer maybe that deer like french guys you know i don't know the mm. americans are probably a little crazier or, or maybe i not. don't know i don't know it was uh <laughs> he was eating some berries and he didn't care about me so that was just funny <laughs> that's so awesome well you know <laughs> I, I i had you and roman 
uh, do help me with a class on brioche a while yeah. back. Yeah. Now, would you share uh, maybe a bit of information on how to make a brioche with for the audience? Because people dig brioche; it's amazing. So yeah, so yeah, definitely. I uh, I have a recipe just here. Um, this is a recipe I like to work with. Um, so um, there's a lot of different uh, uh, factor you want to take care of when you're doing when you're making a brioche. First, I would say the ingredients, of course. Uh, uh, so I'm gonna give you the recipe and then I'm gonna explain. Okay. So you need you'll need flour. Can I talk in grams? Yeah, you can talk in grams. You can keep it simple. I'll tag this recipe uh, to this podcast. I'll actually I'll I'll, uh, I'll okay. have it for people available, so you don't have to go so deep into that. Okay. Okay. Got it. So flour, one thousand gram. Eggs, six hundred grams. Sugar, one hundred thirty grams. Honey, twenty grams. Salt, twenty grams. Yeast, thirty grams. Butter, five hundred grams. And sourdough, a hundred gram. Mm. If you don't have the sourdough, you can just increase your yeast level at fifty grams for a kilogram of flour. Mm -hmm. um, so I used like to to I, I I use honey because it gives you it's invert sugar and it gives you a softer bite in the mm -hmm. brioche and I think it's very important. Mm. And I use sourdough. I love to use sourdough for a lot of reasons, like for the flavors first, for sure. Um, it increases, it gives like a nice and complex flavor profile to your brioche. You know, it, it brings some slight acidity to it. And also it increases the shelf life of the brioche. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and, uh, and that's pretty much it. So you have to, you have to pick your ingredients, your butter, your flour, uh, take good flour, good butter, and uh, you'll have a nice brioche. Mm. Long fermentation is very important as well. Mm -hmm. uh, you can uh, mix your, your your brioche the day before, 20, 24 hours process, it's perfect. Um, slow slow cooking as well, if you can, if you can afford it. Mm -hmm. uh, slow cooking like that, it's very nice, soft, moist inside. I love that. You know, the honey, I haven't done the honey with it. I like that because it is an yeah. inverted sugar. And yes. I like I like how you described what it does for the softness. I'm going to give that a mm -hmm. give that a shot. You have to try time. it. Very, yeah. very nice. Well, we'll we'll um, include this recipe um, on your show notes so people will have access to it. That's cool. Perfect. You can use the honey in the in the croissant, a lot of different recipes if you want ah. to increase a little bit the softness. So let me ask you, let's say in a brioche, there's a here in the US, there's a pretty high percent of uh, it can be a pretty high percent of sugar. Do you, if you want to use honey, do you, do you back off all the sugar and, and replace with honey or do you do a half and half or how does that work? So basically for one gram of sugar, I mean, honey is more sweet than sugar. Mm -hmm. So usually I use 15% uh, based on the flour weight of sugar. So what I did, what I do when I use honey, I, uh, I decrease a little bit the, the sugar and put some honey inside. So what, what is next for you? What, what, uh, where do you see yourself going in the future? That I don't really know because um, uh, I, re I really love my life right now. I really love working for Eurogerm. I really love uh, sharing my time with kids. Uh, and I, during my journey, during my experience here, I meet awesome people and I do have very nice opportunities. Uh, so I'm really not worried about the future. I'm just, I just let it go and see what happens, you know? Uh, 
it's been a year I'm trying to work on a website uh, to share my skills through uh, tutorial videos. So it's kind of an ongoing project. It's not done yet uh, because it, oh, it's a lot of time, Patrick, I swear, <laughs> uh, between the recording, between everything. Um, oh, my God. Editing is crazy, huh? <laughs> it takes a lot of time. Um, but I do have my website. Uh, and like, if people want, they can contact me for anything, for uh, uh, an advice, for a class, uh, whatever. I'd be happy to help. Well, that's that's perfect. Why don't you share your website? Oh, yeah, and sure, your Instagram because you got some cool stuff going on. So it'd be great to share oh, that. I appreciate that. Thank you very much, Patrick. Um, like right now, sh should I say? Yeah, out loud? I'm going to okay. include it on. Uh, we're going to post it too. But if you oh, can, okay, okay, yeah, just go ahead and tell the audience. So my website is www.nicholasniner.com. So Nicholas N I C O L A S N A Y E N E R dot com. And uh, my Instagram is my first name, my last name, Nicholas Niner, mm -hmm. um, without the H. Sounds good. Uh, Perfect. So I have one last question for you on pastry. If you were to go to another country and dig deep with a really great uh, baker, what country would you pick? That's a great question, Patrick. Um, I heard that Italian people are very, very good uh, uh, with fermentation. They have such a uh, they have their own food culture that I love really, really, really much. Mm -hmm. uh, they do crazy stuff with sourdough. They do crazy stuff with fermentation. They have the panettone, which is for me one of the most complicated product in the bakery to make. Um, so I, I think I would love to be trained by Italian uh, Italian people, definitely. And Gosh. German people also, they have like, I mean, everywhere there, people are, have their own way to to see, to see bakery world, you know, they, mm -hmm. they do their own recipe with their own local food. So there's beauty everywhere actually, but Italian, Germany. Yeah. That's, these are two countries I would love to, uh, to go to be trained. Well, Nicholas, thank you. I want to thank you for joining me today. Well, Patrick, thank you very much for having me. It's such a, it's such a great opportunity for me to meet you. Um, I saw you at the, at this pizza, pizza show. That was great. Mm -hmm. Uh, I really like your energy. Uh, so thank you very much. And thank you to Roma for making the connection between us. Yeah, so my pleasure. And see you soon. For all of you listening out there, Chef Special is part of the Believe Podcast Network. Check it out at believe.com. And follow me on Instagram at Patrick Honeywell. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.